Let me tell you about what happened last time on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. In any case, we build the house to get to those gates, and then I can save my dad! Yes, John. And then after that, we solve this ultimate riddle thing and save the Earth from destruction. Oh no, I'm afraid not. Your planet is done for, dear. There's nothing you can do about that. Oh. Your purpose is so much more important than saving that silly old planet, though. In our instance of this dimension, there are four receptacles for divided kernels, not three. Does this mean we're destined to have a four-player chain? How could the game know such a thing? So the entire reason Rose is playing the Spurb in the first place is to bring her kitty cat back to life. Aww. All you see is a bunch of your bro's weird nude puppets strewn around haphazardly. You... You guess these things are kind of cool? Sort of? Cow is... A, a bit weird. I, I, I was informed that there are lesbians, and once we get to that, then I will truly shine. You're sort of starting to flip the fuck out. Without losing your cool. Of course. Once we saw uh, Rose's relationship with her mom, it was like, surely none of these other kids can be as in as possibly an abusive situation as her. <laughs> and then we immediately go to Dave, who's trapped in a creepy sex dungeon with his brother. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is above ground. That's not a dungeon. I <laughs> is that uh, is that a requirement for dungeons? For me, it is. John said your house would burn down, and are you on fire yet, or what? No. For now, I've retired to the safety of a smaller building, which is much closer to the forest fire threatening my residence. Oh, well, that's a relief. John told me to get the game to help you out there, so I'm working on that now. Working on it? Yeah, my bro's copy. Long story. Hey, don't show John this, but I think he might have been right about the puppets. They're starting to freak me out a bit. You're referring to your brother's collection. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think it's cool and all. Semi-ironic puppet thing or whatever. Or semi-semi-ironic. Man, I don't even know. It's just starting to think some of the shit is going a little far and it's kind of fucked up. I've seen his websites. I like them. <laughs> well, you would. Oh man, I wish a little cow wouldn't look at me like that. Those... Dead eyes, Jesus. Sometimes I dream that he's real, and he's talking to me, and I wake up in a cold sweat, and basically flip the fuck out. Interesting. Oh god, why did I tell you about my dream? You're gonna have a field day with this. I'm currently scrawling notes furiously into one of the many psychoanalysis journals I maintain for you. Published papers forthcoming. Because, you know, it's not like either of us have anything better to do at the moment than to evaluate each other's radically debilitating pathologies. Yeah, I'm gonna get moving. Oh, have you heard from John? He's not answering me. He won't answer me either, but I'm watching him. I suspect he's preoccupied with the fact that he just had a bucket of water dumped on his head by the ghost of his dead grandmother, who also happens to be dressed like a clown. <laughs> Alright, I'm out. Later. Uh, seconds in the future, but not many. Yeah, we're back with John getting harassed by Rose and uh, WV at the same time. John, what are you doing? Snap out of it. 
We ought to discuss what your grandmother told you, don't you think? Fine. Enjoy your stupor. I'll go about my business elsewhere. Let's deploy the punch designate. Did, did I lose you mid-word, or did you just decide that's that's how that word goes? I thought that that was how that word would go. Desnick. Okay, uh, yeah, that works. <laughs> uh, these All these words are made-up bullshit. Oh, they're made-up bullshit, yeah. John, whenever you read this, you should know I put the shale you collected to use and finally deployed the punch Disnick. It is in your study. I can only drop it, though you'll have to be the one to mess around with it and see what it does. When you're finished with your weird hysterics, histrionics, is that a word? Histrionics? Yeah, that's a word. Okay. Yeah, sorry, you don't get away with claiming it to be made up bullshit on that one. Yeah, sorry. Histrionics. <laughs> I, I just kind of glazed over it. I mean, I guess in one sense, the English language is all made up bullshit. Just pronounce yeah. it however it feels good. Uh, maybe you could give it a try? I'm updating my walkthrough and I would help to know what it does. Uh, next. There's a whole bunch of Harlequin imps playing around in John's backyard with a bunch of John's stuff. One of them has gotten the clever disguise. Yes, yes they have. And John is none too pleased about it. Also, I should probably warn you that your house and yard are completely infested with monsters now. Try to be careful. Next. So I can see. Those stupid, lousy imps. They're mucking up all my cool stuff. Oh, there you are. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm not sure what came over me there. I was acting really crazy for some reason. But my head feels like it's clearing up. I think I'm alright now. Let's rebuild the claw hammer to return it to the Specubus. You're getting way better at this sort of thing. He so. does some some quick... Yeah, everything's just jumping around in his inventory. He has learned how to play... He hasn't learned how to play Spurb. He's learned how to play Homestuck. Yep. Confront Pogorai to prepare yourself for Nana. Yes. <laughs> Shaking his fists in rage. Thank God your sanity is returned so you can entertain extremely rational, coherent thoughts like this one. You examine the pogo ride from the bathroom window. You do not like what you see. Uh, that, that second panel's real good. Yeah, just him real tiny in the middle of the frame behind a window shaking his fist. This is one of, like this is one of those moments where when you realize that these kids are thirteen, it makes it a lot funnier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That this is thirteen year old is just in this abyss hellscape, yelling <laughs> at a pogo. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's go. I, I was posting that panel on Twitter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can tweet on your own time, Ashley. Never. <laughs> let's go next. Uh, so we actually have a little flash game we can play. And try and get a high score. We just hit giddy up and we can just mash the arrow keys to try and bounce this man around as much as we can. And it's actually really hard to get a rhythm going that gives you points. I don't really remember how it works. Because you can't just mash it, you have to like get into a rhythm with it. There we go, I'm getting some points. It wasn't working at me for a while. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's weird. I got get some uh, points, get some yeah. points. I got 11,412 points. I got 721. Yeah. It's a weird, hard game. Yep. Also with a leaderboard for some reason. <laughs> like, way more work put into this one dumb panel than it needed. Yep. I mean, this is very clear that this is still in an early stage of Homestuck where he's not 100% sure how to integrate, like, interactivity and flash animation and stuff, and he's just kind of trying stuff to see what sticks. Uh, Rose, drop some... Oh, I'm sorry, I had narration to read. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I was t I was too caught up in the intense gameplay. Mm-hmm. Those sons of bitches. 
No one risks painful injury on your green slime pogo ride. No one but you. Let's so we should also draw attention to the one playing the piano in the background. Yeah, just to make you do this. I'm just imagining they're playing, uh, she's playing something from Undertale. <laughs> just to make me add an Undertale song? Yeah. Alright, I'll add, uh, Papyrus's theme. That seems like it fits. God damn it. What? No, because the, the, the song, she's playing something which is distant piano music. Oh, well, uh, what's the melody of that one? I, I don't know the names of every Undertale song. I'm sorry, Ashley. I'm so <laughs> sorry. How does I'm that sure. one go? I'm sure you know almost all the Homestuck songs. Not by name. Uh, is that just the one that's like do 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 like the, the statue plays? It, it's similar to the statue theme, but it is like has some effects on it to make it sound like it is coming from like outside of a house. Oh, okay, where does that play? Um, when you uh, go to meet Undyne for her like friendship date. Oh, okay, okay. I'm uh, sure all, all the people listening to this that haven't listened to Undertale are enraptured right now. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I just personally like it because when you combine, like, the name of it, uh-huh. uh, which is she's playing piano somewhere, uh, yeah. with the uh, kind of, like, how heavy it sounds, it sounds like it comes at this very, out of context, it sounds like it comes at this very, like, kind of emotional moment of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But and really, you're just about to go cooking with this weird yeah. fish lady. That was my Undertale bit it's for the Undertale episode. Minute. Yep. Uh, let's drop something heavy on one of these imps. Yeah. Oh, Rose uses the uh, Spurb Cursor to pick up the piano we've been talking about and just drop it on an imp, and he explodes into grist. The, uh, the Pogo, though, perfectly Pogo's fine. fine. <laughs> that can't be beaten. That thing is durable. <laughs> Did you ever have an accident, like, on the playground? I'm trying to think. The only... The only thing close to that I can think of is I was, like, ten and at my grandma's house, and me and some cousins were playing in the backyard, and I fell and, like, hit my knee on a rock and cut my knee open. Ooh. Yeah, and I didn't break anything or fracture anything like that. I did have to get a lot of stitches, and I got a pretty gross-looking scar on my knee from it. Ooh. Oh, and I guess I did have one in middle school where a kid... We were playing soccer... And, like, like middle schoolers would do, we all just kind of crowded around the ball. Yeah. And one kid reared back to try and kick it as hard as he could. Didn't make contact with the ball. Made contact with my shin, though. Ooh. Yeah, that hurt real bad. Cleats involved? No, 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 wasn't it? It was okay. just gym class. It wasn't anything that serious. Okay, then. Still, though, hurt so, real bad. No, I'm sure. And I don't have a ton of feeling in that shin. Like mm, I, I can definitely tell that I we had like a weird kind of tire swing, but it was like you'd sit in it and like spin. Uh huh. It was like like you know you know, when you think of tire swing, you think of it like on a rope. Uh huh. And like it kind of like facing up. This was on its side and like would spin around something. Oh sure, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and some kid like I've all that. And some kid just spun me like tw- like super fast twenty times, and I yeah. like got off and threw up. Yeah. And then uh, your soccer story reminded me that I was once walking alongside a gym class and they I got beaten in the face with a softball uh, and lost a tooth from that. Yeah, uh, a a baby tooth at the time, so luckily. Right. But still. Yeah, that's no good. Softballs uh, aren't soft. No, they're not. I mean, no. 
Uh, one of my very first memories is I didn't get hurt or anything, but somehow, I must have been like two or maybe three, uh, and somehow I got out into the backyard without supervision. Mm-hmm. I don't know if my mom just left the door open on accident. I don't remember that clearly. But there was like a ditch in the back of uh, the yard that was full of water because it had rained, and I like fell in it somehow, and it like was up to my armpits to a point where I definitely couldn't climb out on my own. Mm. And it was just kind of, well, I guess I'm just waiting here until my mom comes. You're waiting here? Uh, uh, my... Story time is over! <laughs> well, uh, too bad, because I was about to say, my first memory is me getting my head stuck in a chair at Disney World, but okay. <laughs> it's a good first memory. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. They had to cut my head out with a butcher knife. That's terrifying. Uh, they don't have those chairs at Disney World anymore. Yeah, I'll bet not. <laughs> I made a difference <laughs> in the world. Uh, let's let's go next. All right. He's, he's losing steam on that fist shaking. Yeah. Rose, my piano! Huh? Sorry, no nuance to these controls at all. I was hoping to bludgeon the imp without letting go of it. Guess I can't really do that. A broken piano isn't the end of the world, though. I guess you're right. Out of out of character, the end of the world that is happening now is the end of the world. Yeah, that's very true. You'll need to pick up the spoils in person. I can't interact with the grist. Uh, so that means I have to go out the back door? Yes, is that a problem? Well, it may sound dumb, but I was hoping to avoid Nana and her spooky ghost cookies. You're right, that does sound dumb. Can you see her in the kitchen? Yeah. What's she doing? Is she baking? You could say that. Are you sure you can't get that grisped up to me somehow? Maybe. Really didn't want to eat them cookies. No. Let's use the pogo ride to fling grist through the window. Listen, I understand the situation John comes from. I've never seen a child this resistant to cookies. Yeah. Like, at some point, this just seems ridiculous. Yeah. Mm, doesn't look like that grist is going anywhere. You just never know with these gaming abstractions. She's trying to, like, fling them to him with the pogo ride, and they're just stuck to it. Yep. Next. So she's just ripped the entire pogo ride out of the ground. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Not getting all the grist. Not all of it. Listen, uh, John's not willing to get his hands dirty. There's going to be sacrifices. Yep. Uh, let's d- drop the pogo right in John's ba- uh, bathroom. This bathroom just gets worse and worse all the time. Yep. But now John can get grist. He can. There you go. Now, why don't you check out the designics? You can do that while I get to work. On what? Piano, level up for slaying the imp. The piano, in its valiant effort, has unfortunately been slain. But if it hadn't, it would have raked in so many boon dollars. you have no idea. So many! Rose, it's time to build! Yeah, there's a lot of imps here. Like, you know, like, maybe she, like, also should say, like, you know, hard part of getting grips is not going past the cookies, but going through all these imps. Well, I guess to be fair, that that was the backyard where maybe there's not as many. I don't know. I, I can see one back there. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. He's hiding. Yeah. <laughs> Nana said to build, so that's what I'm doing. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, but this sure is going to take a lot of grist. Sounds like you're going to be busy, Joan. Ugh. Well, what are you building? Stairs. They are fairly expensive, actually. Oh, man. I could have warned you about the stairs, Rose. Uh... Sweet bro and Helen Jeff strikes first. There hasn't been again yet. No. That was, that was the first one. That was the first. I, I, I do like the idea of people in, you know, like, this referring to Sweet Bro and Helen Jeff as people outside of it do. Yeah, uh, Andrew Hussey talked a while back in the older days of Homestuck where um, part of the idea with Sweet Bro and Helen Jeff is it let him write characters that make a lot of pop culture references without actually referencing pop culture, because that's lame. Mm-hmm. Whereas he can just have it be referential to something in the comic, and that's a little, you know, less dumb. Yeah. It's, it's always a tricky thing to work with, mm-hmm. because, you know, uh, like, at some point, like, you're go- going to, like, a bullshit length to make your own pop culture. <laughs> yes, that's true. Which, you know, I've heard some people lay that claim against Tomestuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's like in uh, like Steven Universe. I don't mm. know if you watch that show. I 100% watch that show. You know, I always feel like it's either people like, oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah, or they're like, no, I, I will never watch that show. <laughs> yeah, there's people that watch it and love it, and people with no taste. One of my friends says I was just talking to her recently. That she said that she would watch Steven Universe if there was no Steven. I can see that reaction if you've only seen the first few episodes. So she she hates kids and cartoons, but loves Gravity Falls. Well, then she doesn't hate kids and cartoons! I say that to her, but anyway, we're, we're getting off topic. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, they have, uh, like, crying breakfast friends. Yes, yeah, totally. As, like, the show that people kind of refer to, and it's kind of a weird analogy to Steven Universe itself. Mm-hmm. Or Dogcopter. Or Cookie Cat. Yeah, well, Cookie Cat, that is a a food, like a mascot. Well, it is, but he's got that theme song that's, like, all about, like, it's secretly the plot of Steven Universe that you don't realize yeah. in the first episode. I, I, so I've, I've been re-watching Steven Universe with a friend, mm-hmm. and I've, in re-watching I've realized how much foreshadowing that is, there is in that show. Yeah, I, the thing that finally hooked me into watching that show was the big, um... The Jailbreak episode, which has, like, a lot of, like, huge reveals and crazy fights. Yeah. So, for me, like, I got to notice that foreshadowing the first time through because I'd been horribly spoiled. Yeah, so I, like, but, like, you know, not even, like, with the big stuff with, okay, the universe spoilers real quick with, you know, Garnet <laughs> being a fusion. Uh-huh. But, like, uh, like, at one point there is an episode where they go to, like, the Sea Spire. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then later on, you find out that that was actually a test. Yeah, yes. When you watch that episode again with that knowledge, it becomes super obvious. Right, you're right. Okay, but we have... <laughs> Listen, we can do a Steven Universe fan cast another day. Yeah, let's let's go next. All right, so Rose is just taking a moment to chortle at John's sick reference. And also to drop an imp into the, into the depths. Yes. I'll try recoupling some of the grit from the catwalk I built earlier. It keeps happening! Oh, good. Looks like I can refund for earlier allocations. I told you, Rose! I told you about stairs! Okay. Consider me fully briefed on the matter of stairs. 
Now, if you don't mind, it's hard enough to concentrate on this without immersing ourselves in Strider's non sequitur. Did you know he thinks puppets are cool? Does he? He's so dumb! I feel like a criticism that Homestuck gets a lot, and it's totally valid, is that more often than not, these kids do not at all behave like kids. Yeah. Um, I feel like John here, though, with the way that he keeps hammering on the reference way past where it's funny, is, like, the perfect representation of a 13-year-old. Yeah, John, I think, is the most like a kid. Yeah, agreed. Um, Whereas Rose is more like a first-year college student. <laughs> In a kid body. Yes. Uh, like, I mean, you know, John has had a, a, you know, a pretty good life. Yeah. You know, his his parental figure is, like, you know, the worst thing his parental figure is is weirdly into clowns. Yeah. But, you know, not that not that bad. And right, but he's not, like, sexually, uh, he's had some kind of psychosexual nightmare with clowns. Yeah, like, he, you know, Rose is, you know, emotionally neglected. Yeah. And emotionally abused, and, uh, Dave, that's a whole fucked up situation. Yeah, and Dave, someone desperately needs to call CPS. Yeah. I, like, I don't even think that Dave's older brother is technically a guardian. Yeah, I mean, I, Dave don't have parents, he's just got his bro. I mean, like, I wonder if this is, like, would he be considered a legal guardian? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't really know. Or if I, mean, just... I mean, okay. I do know, but I'm not going to answer it. Okay. <laughs> um, and also, just quickly, you're, you're saying that criticism. That is also the main criticism I have against Gravity Falls. Sure. And I mean, the... I, I don't think it's a huge thing, because as someone that works with kids, kids can be kind of obnoxious. No, like, I, I totally get why. Yeah. Um, But, like, you know, I think also you're saying that that my friend doesn't hit kids in a cartoon. Like, Dipper is definitely not. It is more of a sure. analog for Alex Hirsch. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's me talking about cartoons. Yep. That, this has been the Cartoon Minute. <laughs> Let's use Bill Gris to construct Observation Tower on Roof. Okay. You obviously don't have enough grist for yet for something that ambitious. But you can get started with something of a foundation for upward construction, at least. So Rose has built a kind of platform on top of the roof. Yeah, that seems kind of... I mean, it's on top of, like, the, like, chapel, steepled roof. Yes. Uh, that does not seem safe. Well, listen. We're dealing with, like, bullshit here. I guess that's true. We're dealing with, like, metaphysical like, yeah. video game bullshit. That No, you are totally right. Like, those stairs should just crumble, but they are not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, John, let's check the cabinets for imps or useful items. No imps here. Just a lot of shaving cream. Dads love shaving. It's basically all they do. And they're not baking, that is. That is, like, a good, like, 80 cans of shaving cream. Yep. But let's bring two cans of shaving cream. You catalog two cans of shaving cream, just in case. You never know when you'll need to bust out a hilarious shaving cream Santa beard to ratchet up your prankster's gambit. Your telescope goes flying out the window. And right into the hole where the pogo ride used to be. Let's have John ride the pogo ride. It's a little cramped in here for any sort of proper reckless pogoing. You'll just grab it and hang on to it until the right moment presents itself. So yeah, John can catalog the pogo ride. 
Yeah, that must be... We've established before he can't capture log things that are too big, but I guess the pogo ride makes the cut. Yep. Next. The towel flows back down to the rack. The circle of stupidity is complete. Yeah, that, that's some good stuff. That is yep. right on the rack. Yep. Perfect. Let's check up on Nanakin, see, what she, see what's cooking. That... That's a lot of cookies. Yep. That is... The, imp, the, imp, the imps are enjoying the cookies as well. Yeah. He's, like, just over there by the counter. Uh, next. He's reaching for a cookie. <gasps> oh, Nana sees that. This won't do, she says, as she annihilates him with an eye laser. Yeah. I wish my grandma had eye lasers. You think that's from the Harlequin part, or did Nana just... Did Nana <laughs> be, was able to do that? <laughs> Uh, uh, let's make your, our way to the study. There's imps in the way there, too. They've got harlequins and... I don't know what that other one's got. Oh, he's got, like, a poker from the fireplace. That's, yeah. That's weirdly dangerous compared yeah. to the weapons we've seen used so far. Well, you know, it, 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 you got to ratchet up the danger. I guess so. But that's, like, dangerous in a weird, like, violent way that... <laughs> that Homestuck isn't about yet. Yeah. Yeah, I guess yet is the operative word in that yeah. sentence. Uh, John seems nonplussed by this. He seems yes. very angry. He's not happy at all. Next. It looks like the imps have taken a shining to the Crux Truder. Cruxite and black goo. Everywhere. The imps are like having a party in his house. Yeah, this is some, some animal house shit. Yeah, and they're just cranking out that Cruxite. Uh, there was one with a python on his head that's doing kind of a rolling log of it. Uh-huh, it. uh-huh. Yeah, this is like, guys, my parents are going to be home any minute. You need to leave. And no one will listen. Well, this is, you guys have kidnapped my parents. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> but my Nana's here. But she doesn't right. care. Yeah. My Nana's too busy making cookies. But not for you guys. Ride the Slimer Pogo and one up that imp. Well, okay, it's not a Slimer Pogo. But you matter anyway and brandish your deadly armaments. Just a claw hammer in one hand and a can of shaving cream in the other. Yeah! Let's ride your steed to victory. Just bouncing all over the place, beating the shit out of these imps. He's really got the handle of that. Yeah, he's weirdly good at riding a fixed uh, pogo ride that's meant to be, like, bolted to the ground around like a horse. Yeah. Uh, next. Uh, and he works his way down the stairs... Yeah, pogoing down the stairs is really impressive. Yeah, and as the caption says... This is incredibly dangerous! It is. He, he is bouncing off that pillar of the, the material I've already forgot the name of. That's alright. It's not that important. Okay. <laughs> Which seems like a real... That is a move. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's, John, let's flip the fuck out. He's made his way into the living room. Let's see how they like the old double barrel lather blaster. Whoops! Oh shit! He finally lost his balance when he got on that uh, crook site that was knocked over. Okay. Yep, that that seems about right. Yeah, it was bound to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now now he is he is laid low. Yep, he lost a good chunk of his health bar doing that too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know that that seems like something that would hurt. Yeah, that's true. He went flying like ten feet in the air. Mr. John respectfully asked that you please stand up. Don't move or the pogo gets it! He's just jumped up and he's threatening his pogo ride with a can of shaving cream. Uh, the imps seem worried. Yes, they do. Now, oh. sir, boy, flee from this boorish rabble post-haste. What's he doing? He's 
running up the wall like Neo, doing the crazy, like, deck-tuple backflip. Nice abscond, dude! Yeah, and he has knocked off the head of one of the imps. Yes. And then Rose, I'm assuming, Just smashes the refrigerator the... on him. Yep. Now refrigerator, level up for slaying that imp. The refrigerator skyrockets up the ladder to a new rung. Five-star General Electric and gains 285 boon dollars. Things are really looking up for this feisty appliance. Good for it. Yeah. Five-star General Electric's a good joke. Yep, it's it's real solid. Well done, done, John. Polite congratulations. For some reason, you feel a sense of positive reinforcement. Wherever that feeling is coming from, it sure is a welcome change from your erratic moods earlier. Uh, so yeah, there's a. a he is now in his father's den. Yes. To, to still have the cards of 52 pickup. Yep, and there's an imp just sitting there with a hand of cards. I'm not sure why, but... And a top hat. And a top hat. He's having a good time. Yeah. Uh, now, my civil fellow, I have a well-mannered query to ask. John's just smiling with a big old question mark over his head. Rose is pestering him. I blocked the entrance to your study to give you some space to work with the design. John, imp's behind you. Should I take care of it? You dropped your PDA again, didn't you? Why did you have to pick up all that stupid shaving cream? So pointless. Rose is getting sick of this kid's shit. Yeah, well, I can see why. Yeah. Let's drop something heavy on those imps. She picks up the safe from the corner of the room, which had a punch card under it. <gasps> And brings it all the way outside and drops it through the roof onto the imp. It explodes and another copy of Colonel Sassaker comes out of it. <gasps> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. John, might I bother you for a can opener? Uh, oblivious to the commotion behind you, suddenly you find yourself pondering the whereabouts of a can opener. You think there's probably one in the kitchen, but the path is blocked by your refrigerator. Uh... Yeah, that, that imp seems not happy with his friends. <laughs> yeah, he's like, whoa, shit, what happened? Jeffrey! <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey, can you hear me, buddy? <laughs> uh, next. John is completely unresponsive. What the hell is that nincompoop doing? John is just kind of gesturing back and forth. Yeah, he's just shrugging and, like, swaying his head around. Years in the future. But let's not get totally carried away here. A studious eye darts about a page like a honeybee gathering the nectar of wisdom. Yeah, WV's reading that book. And he's got typical human. It's got like a diagram of different words coming out of a person's mouth. Please, thank you, you are welcome, good day, how do you do, splendid, and you? And gratification has an arrow pointing down to a smiley face inside of a brain... Uh, inside of a head which is pointing to another box that says, Further courtesy, favor is mutually curried. Pointing back to the first person. Yes. And then he rips the page out and eats it. Yep. He's got a, a diagram on how to drink tea with your pinky pointed out. With just a caption that says, Everyone is polite. And then rips that out and eats it. Yes. Uh, next... We're back to game facts, but it's not like a novel of information this time. 
This is uh, just Rose taking some screenshots. Uh, I can't take as many as I'd like for comprehensive documentation. For what it's worth, here's what I've managed to collect so far. More captures forthcoming. And uh, she basically just has some captions of things that we've seen so far. Um, a lot of this, like, re-summarization feels like it made a lot more sense when you were... When we probably saw other parts of this, like, three months ago. Yeah, rather than, like, an hour ago. Yeah. Um, throughout her stuff, she does point out that even though his house is clearly disconnected from the power grid... Uh, he still has an internet connection and electricity for some reason, uh, that she has no idea why, but apparently the game is just giving him electricity. Yeah, they put in the cheat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's construct a loft above John's room. Alright, she... Oh, she, like, copy and pastes his chimney to create some pillars, and then she, yeah, sticks a platform on top of them. Uh, next. And she's, oh, I see, she's copying and pasting the, uh, like, railing of his outside, like, balcony area, and turning it sideways to make a ladder. Ladders seem to be a bit cheaper than stairs. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Why not? You know, it's material. Yeah. Uh, fellow John... It appears we have reached an impasse. Yes, it seems so. He's still wondering about that can opener while there's an imp right behind him. The the opener dilemma remains unsettled, most unfortunately. It is unfortunate, I guess. What are we talking about again? Rose has smashed another imp without really any, uh, you know, incident. Yeah, but it has been a pleasure nonetheless. Mm, Thanks for the courtesy. It's not really necessary, but... Thanks anyway. Oh, but thank you. And now Dave's trying to get a hold of John. Uh, okay. And now Dave and Rose are trying to get a hold of him while Rose is smacking him on the head with a top hat. Thank you so very, very much, my dear, favorable, small primate. And Rose is screaming into her pillow because John won't listen to her. And she is slowly but surely going to die. Yes. <laughs> it's always important to remember there's a forest fire like 50 feet from Rose every time we see her. Yeah. I shall take my leave now, John. Until next time. Wait. Where did all this sweet loot come from? And why is there suddenly a crumpled hat on your head? Gather grist, examine design X. Feeling especially economical with your behavior suddenly, you scoop up all the grist in the room and turn your attention to the punch Designix all in one fell swoop. The device features a countertop station designed with a keyboard setup, not unlike an old-fashioned computer. There's a blinking red light and a diagram etched into a pan. You know, the, uh, Andrew has a love of punch cards. Yeah, just old computers and weird shit like that. Yeah, punch cards were a, a very uh, important part of Problem Sleuth. Yes, they were. That's how you entered the cheat codes, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that, uh, that's also how they managed to bypass the, the adventure uh, game bullshit puzzle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is still one of my favorite jokes. Yes. Uh, next. Alright, so it's got some kind of diagram on this panel. It's showing you flipping a capture log card over and then typing something in and putting a card in the slot. Uh, let's have Rose answer Dave. Yeah, let's not worry about that right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's complicated. Yes. 
Okay, wait, hold on. Why am I getting this stupid game for you? You're the one who should be wrist-deep in puppet ass. What is the specific problem? The problem is I am up to my goddamn neck in fucking puppet dong. You know you like the mannequin dick. Accept it. I am enrobed in chafing, wriggling, god-fucking-damn puppet pelvis. An obscenely long, coarse Kermit cock is being dragged across my anguished face. Let's put this into perspective. You put up with the puppet prostate because you love it. Also, coarse is a good word. You don't seem to harbor any sympathy for the fact that I've burrowed fucked deep into lively, fluffy Muppet buttock. I'm whirling in the terrible cyclone at the epicenter of my own personal holocaust of twitching phone noses. It's like a fucking apocalypse of perky proboscis here. Like, the, the proboscalypse, I guess. Are you going to start rapping about this? What? No, no, listen. Prong of flesh bereft of home... Found solace twist the cleft of foam. No, oh Jesus. Of apocalypse, your thoughts eclipse a painted pair of parted lips that dare through kiss to stir the air that teases tuft of orange hair. And though faces flush and lovers fits, hands snug and plush as gov befit. Okay, Dickinson, if you can shut your perfumey trap for half a second, this is serious. I'm just saying, if I see one more soft, bulbous bottom being like, kind of jutting out and impudent or whatever, I'm going to fly off the handle. I'm going to do some kind of acrobatic fucking pirouette off the handle and win like a medal or some shit. Now let's hope there'll be a squishy derriere somewhere below the handle to break your fall. I just love how little of a shit she gives. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, she's in a worse situation here. 100%. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah I, I, I thought that I would not be the one rapping, but... Here yeah, I like how every uh, poetry slash rap so far has fallen on you. I'm fine with it. Let's, <laughs> let's observe the back of the first capsule card. You flip over the top card containing your pogo ride. Anytime you capsulog something, a new code appears on the back of the card. You've always wondered what the code was for. Damn, these things are hard to read. But then you've never really found a reason to decipher them. Until now, perhaps? So yeah, on the back of capture log cards, hitherto unknown to us, is a very difficult to read capture code. Yep. Suddenly explaining the name. Yes. Let's examine the reverse side of the hammer card in the Strife Specubus. Looks like cards from your Strife deck have codes too. That seems like entirely unreadable. It's like N27UN6BI, I think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was an M, but it may be an N. It could be an M also. Yeah, it would take a few guesses. That's one you'd refresh on. Yeah. Uh, that, that, yeah like, you keep refreshing to hope to just get like an address. Yeah. Like the photo of like the address they use sometimes. Mm-hmm. Let's enter capture code as seen on the back of the Pogo Ride card. You enter the code DQMMJLEK into the keyboard. At least, you think that's what the code is? The red light switches off. A green light begins blinking. Insert the card. Alright, puts it in and it gets all punched up. Okay, that seems... Useless? Yeah, it, it is not clear what this is for yet. Let's type it Although, in... you know, we did actually see a punched card before. It was the, the apple that he stuck into the other machine to make the tree that... Oh, like, yes. Made the apple that got him out of here. So maybe this is part of the crafting system. Yes, maybe. Let's mm. type it in Z7UN6BI. Uh, in the interest of due diligence, you enter the other code and repeat the process with that card too. 
Both cards are now punched with different hole patterns. Uh, let's attempt to achieve Pogo from the card. Uh, well, that should just be a simple matter of... Uh-oh. It looks like it's trapped now. You don't see how you can access the item anymore, or store a new item there for that matter. These cards are pretty much useless now, and the items they contain are toast! But maybe all is not lost. Recalling from your experience with the pre-punched card, you may be able to use the new cards to replicate the items in question. I'm assuming you got the codes right, that is. Let's match the keys heedlessly. Not quite through with your cowboy empiricism just yet. You mash the keyboard to generate a random code. You enter DSKJHSDK. The designic stops you after eight characters, which appears to be the maximum length for a code. The green light goes on, signaling its readiness for a card. Uh, next. You figure you might as well burn the shaving cream, since the product is not exactly at a premium in your household. You also figure you may as well merge the two cans onto one card. You're a little sad your dad isn't around for this. You have a feeling he'd get a real kick out of the idea of duplicating more shaving cream. Uh, next. You punch the card with a pattern that is in no way related to the code for the item it contains. And this should make for an interesting experiment. Mad science is a lot of fun. It is. Yeah. Uh, next. Unfortunately, you just burned another card in the process. Your deck is really dwindling now. Maybe you should have thought this through a little better. On the plus side, you just freed up your PDA, which is overflowing with the pent-up chatter of anxious pesterers. Uh, next. We've cut away to an imp watching voyeurishly through the window. Voyeurishly's a word, don't look it up. Yeah, much as a word as anything else in this. Yeah. Uh, next. There's some kind of horrible looming shadow coming mm. up over him. Uh, next. Oh, shit! <laughs> Just the bathtub flew through John's house! Letting that imp got splattered like a bug on a windshield. There's a lot of stuff going on with John. Yeah! Uh, next. And... Yeah, the bathtub crashed into the kitchen and spilled a whole bunch of grist out. Let's answer our chums. They've been waiting long enough. Yes, they have. First, we've got a message from TG. Puppets! Awesome! That's really all there is to say on the matter! Turntech Godhead changed his mood to rancorous. John, I'm about to throw a bathtub through your wall. Watch out. Wow! That was so totally unnecessary! I made a shortcut upstairs. I thought it'd be a good t idea to get up there and try to cards as soon as possible. Also, you weren't being terribly really responsive. You mean these stairs? Man, look at these shitty stairs. They're so narrow. I'm supposed to climb those? They're perfectly navigable. I'm saving on grist for now. If you keep slaying foes, collecting grist, and expanding the cash limit, we might not need to be so economical with our resources in the future. Uh, next. John is now, because of that safe she dropped through the roof, he's got a clear view of the first gate up through his ceiling. Just glowing down on him. So, why didn't you just build a way up through that hole into my dad's room? Have you ever been in there? N no I'd rather not get sidetracked. I'm more interested in further exploring the mechanics of the game than watching you discover your more outlandish Harlequin core your father keeps in his room. Oh, come on. What's the big deal? I'll just climb up and go right through. Will you? Yeah, why not? Are you saying you've never wondered what's in there? Why it's been kept secret from you? Well, I mean, yeah. Then trust me, you'll be going right on through. Wait, are you saying there's something, like, troubling in there? 
I don't know. What do you mean? What do you see in there? I can't see in there. Oh. But I don't have a very good feeling about it. <sighs> Whatever. I think I can handle a few more stupid clown paintings. Ashley, what's in his dad's room? <gasps> Why is it a secret? We may have to find out. We might have to. Let's move the punt cards to John's room. She does that. Asked and answered. Yeah. Uh, let's check some of the Crookside uh, dowels up to John's room. Again, just you... Commands are followed by actions with no complication. I thought we were reading Homestuck, but I guess not. Let's collect the grist and examine the safe. Alright, you swoop up the bountiful supply of grist generated by your co-player's recent exploits. From now on, it'll probably go without saying that you'll nab any grist lying around without making a big fuss over it. You check out the busted safe, which has made a noble sacrifice in battle. Some of your father's odds and ends have spilled out, including some old newspaper clippings and two rather hefty tomes. It's a fair bet that these books comprised at least half the weight of the safe. Let's examine the family tome of humor. It's another copy of Colonel Sassaker's daunting text of magical frivolity and practical japery. This one looks really old. Perhaps an original printing. Could it be the same one involved with your grandmother's unfortunate accident on that fateful day? Dad would never speak a word about it, but maybe Nana wouldn't be so tight-lipped. You give it a cursory perusal. It appears to be similar to your reprinting, listing all the japes and chicanery you've come to know and love. You capsulog it, thinking you may give it a closer look later. Do you notice anything about the book? It seems very old. It does seem very old. I'm not going to say it. Uh, it, it goes away very quickly. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's true. So you're not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I was going to let it drive you insane. <laughs> uh, I, I, I've gone back to the last page where it stays, and I, yeah, I cannot see. All right, all right. Uh, if it's been in that safe all this time, how's come it's got oil on it? <gasps> Dum bum bum. <laughs> Let's examine the contents of the safe. He's also got a book called The Fatherly Gents Shaving Almanac. You take a look at the other book. You're sure Dad thought this was a scintillating read, but it looks pretty boring to you. Maybe you'll crack into it someday when you're old enough to shave. Everything in this safe was obviously very important to your father. You wonder why he kept it locked away from you. Some things about him you'll never understand. Uh, next. What could possibly fill a book that heavy about shaving? You'll be surprised. I mean, listen, I know that there's more to it than you might think, but that is a an encyclopedia. You'll be surprised. All right, fair enough. Uh, it seems he's been collecting scraps from the news over the years. These articles go back decades. Uh, They're all about meteors? Yeah, we got one that just says meteors with exclamation points. Something Crocker facility leveled. Mm. Betty Crocker? Maybe. Uh, space rocks knock local burbs block off. Populous oblivious to broader significance of events. Assuming there is any, which there definitely isn't. <laughs> Shortly after 4am today, a downpour of meteors in a residential neighborhood became yet another instance in a pattern of recent rocky cosmological phenomena. The incident, aside from property damage and loss of life, was downplayed by authorities as not all that big of a deal. <laughs> that's, that seems right. So there's a decades-old newspaper... With a meteor shower in it, like the one going on right now. And it's the same date as now. It is April 13th, 1990-something. 
let's look at the piece of paper taped to the wall. If I wanted to be a huge nerdo, because we can see that it's a Monday, April 13th, we could calculate the exact date. Let's not. <laughs> Actually, now I'm curious because there might be a clue there. Uh, day of the week year, year calculator. Listen, it's just going to take a second. Uh, oh, wait, no, there's no way to do this. Never mind. Because <laughs> you'd have to know the year, and then it would tell you... Listen, I'll give you a hint. It's j It was 13 years ago, exactly. Okay. <laughs> if, if we did the math and did the detective work like people did ravenously when this page first got posted, we would find that to be John's date of birth. Hmm. Anyway... Let's yeah. look at the piece of tape paper taped to the wall. That sounds way more interesting than doing math. Yeah. Uh, so it's another one of his dad's notes. And it says, Son, if you are reading this, it means you are now strong enough to lift the safe. You are now a man. As such, you are entitled to what is inside. I know you will take this responsibility seriously. I am so proud of you. I love John's dad. How many pieces of furniture in that house have a note card under them saying how proud he is that his son is strong enough to lift the furniture? I know. Let's turn the card over. Uh, you guess this is the combination to the safe? This is completely useless. Let's examine the back of the catalog card on the, on the floor. Uh, alright, it is a blank capture card, and its code is just straight zeros. You guess these are all zeros? Or are they capital O's? Zeros would probably make more sense for an empty card, you think. Let's capture all the card. Done. Uh, a carved-up Cruxite Dal goes flying into the abyss. Because we capitalog the card. Yes. Because nothing about this can just be easy. Nope, let's enter the code on the back of the card into design hex. Alright, so... It's all ones. It's all ones, yeah, which that makes sense if it's all zeros, if it's just blank. Yeah. Yeah. And now let's punch that card. He's got a punched uh, card, alright. Yep. And Rose is pestering him. Wait, John, before we punch that... Oh. I was about to say, if you first took note of the code, then when you moved the card from the card, you could have punched the blank one instead, you would have only burned one card instead of two. Oh, yeah, you're right. Damn it! Also, an, an imp has come down yes. through the bath. Yes. Now let's catalog the punch catalog catalog card. Well, maybe we should throw our hat down in disgust first, Ashley. Sorry. <laughs> throw hat down in disgust. There we go. It goes out into the void. Listen, I understand Homestuck's an exciting webcomic and you're hooked. You're yeah. like an addict at this point, but we got to maintain decorum and protocol. Okay. <laughs> now let's catalog the punch catalog catalog card. That's a homestuck ass sentence right there. Yep. And his the PDA, PDA goes flying. flying, and Rose barely manages to catch it with the cursor. To make a sweet catch. Yep. And John doesn't seem to have any idea what just happened. What? Take PDA. And the Colonel Sassaker's book goes flying and kills Nymph outside. The Great. two the two cards Silidex. Inventory of dumbasses. Uh, John, let's level up. Alright, he's made it up to Pesky Urchin. Colonel Sasker, level up for saying that imp. The Colonel soars to new heights on his etch-a-ladder, reaching the rung one-man julep vacuum, and pockets 9550 boon dollars. 
chuck change for the genteel aristocratic southern colonel. This has given me not good feels. This yeah, battle. it's it's. There's a lot of flashing lights on it. Bathtub, level up for slaying that imp. Let's do it. The bathtub surges heroically and surpasses the rung Archimedes Aqua Cradle, proceeding directly to the vaunted rung Taft Jammer. The tub makes off with a cool mm. 490 boon dollars. The tub's basin capacity remains unaffected. Safe, level up for slaying that imp. The safe was slain in battle. A great flaming nautical pyre carries it off to Vault Hala. Yeah, I, I, I saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, let's make your way up those stairs post-ace. You're not sure. They look pretty precarious to you. But you've been assured the stairs are perfectly navigable. Uh, let's go next. Lad, scramble! And he immediately falls off of them. Not immediately. <laughs> well, pretty immediately. Pretty immediately. Lousy goddamn stupid stairs! He, but listen, you were wor warned. Yeah? About stairs. He was warned about stairs. Bro. Bro. Uh, next. Oh no! A big ol' hand. Big ol' impish, jestery hand. Like, slaps down on the edge of the plateau. Really so much more than that So give Homestuck a chance 